0: The Afterbuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Afterbuzz TV's Get Out Alive with Bear Grylls After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And... And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's After Buzz TV's Get Out Alive with Bear Grylls After
1: Show. Yes, 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 we are back <laughs> this week.
0: Epic intro.
1: It is, it is. And yes, somebody called it as a theme song from a certain video game, but it is, we just back again for Get Out Alive with Bear Grylls After Show. I am your host, Stephen Lemieux, and I am joined here, being as for doing, with, uh... <laughs> It's really smooth. To it's really my. Really <laughs> <top. laughs> I am joined here with.
2: Oh, sorry. Again, hey, smooth. Hey guys, I'm Candon Bliss, Team
3: Lavender. Bye bye. And I'm Ashley Michelle. What's up?
4: And I'm James Wallington. You can find me on Twitter at James Wallington. You
1: can find him on Twitter. On
4: Twitter? <laughs> and Instagram, Mr. James oh, Wally. Interesting. Why not throw that wow. in there?
1: So, I liked this episode until I took a rock to the knee. <laughs> So- oh, no. <laughs> For a second, I was like, you like this episode? I thought we all were I was on
5: like,
4: the I same page when we said we didn't too. like it. Yeah.
1: I mean, Let me just lock my mouth with the key and throw it away. <laughs> I know. I gotta say, though, I don't know if I would have liked it... I don't know if I would have liked, l- liked it more if I didn't know all the backstory of, like, all the things that they didn't put in. Sure. Thanks no, to... No, you our-
3: don't know that.
2: <laughs> I
3: know. I mean, I mean we can we tell things didn't make sense completely. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, some things didn't flow right. Some cuts were just weird. Yep. If, if you understand, like, I saw one place that looked like it wasn't even the same place when they cut two clips together. Yep. That was kind of...
2: Yeah, I think I just, I'm gonna sit here for a second and let you guys talk about what pieces of the show maybe d- didn't seem to totally mesh tonight.
3: I mean, I think just before we get into specifics, overall, this episode didn't seem to have as much of a really hardcore storyline or no arc. purpose no arc. as the other two.
4: Yeah, I feel like the last few, it was about a team kind of overcoming an obstacle, and like they would show their backstory about why they were on this show, what they were pushing themselves towards, a goal. This episode was just all over the place scatterbrained
1: yeah it's it's kind of annoying when when the first the first mission of course is they leave Robin and Wilson behind and then Robin and Wilson are caught up with them of course and they're doing the waterfalls and everyone's cheering and they're having a good time and it's just you feel like okay hey yeah let's let's focus on they're bonding they're actually enjoying each other's company this is terrible these people need to hate each other on live television <laughs> it's like what mixed like, signals Question i know mark? It's like let's let's not let's yell at them for leaving someone behind, but they don't even really know each other that well because all they know is going on these trips. And I think uh, somebody, I think we were talking about earlier, like do they even know each other's names that well at this point? Right. At this point, we do for sure.
2: But you are right that there are definitely moments that we we try to bond, and um, I think unfortunately, at least in this episode, a lot of a lot of the potential for to, to show how close we were getting uh, was, was missed. And I
4: also feel like it's hard to really act like this is a survival situation when, A, you know, Bear Girls is right there. He's going to come in and save you if he needs to. And there's a bunch of production people and camera guys. Like, you know you're not going to die. So if you're, like, celebrating and being cheerful together, like, that should be a moment that you guys are sharing with one another. I felt like Bear tonight was just ruthless all across the board. Nothing nice to say everything was a f- there was a flaw in everything that anyone was doing, so to me, again, there's just no storyline. It's just like, let's just complain about everything,
1: yeah. Bear, who didn't pee in your cheer? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> <That was bad. laughs>
2: about the cheering, though, like uh, part of that moving around was that everyone was cold and if you remember in the first episode we're all Bear tells us to grab each other's hands yeah. and go like this to warm yourself up and so we're all turning purple because we're cold yeah. and that was part of what the jumping around was supposed to be is is getting warm and moving and we're trying to get in the sun and so that to me was
4: Well as a viewer, my that's exactly what my went to. Yeah. I thought that's exactly what you we were doing and I would probably be doing the same thing, making a little you know, a little jig out of it to have more fun with just like shaking around like a fool, you know, yeah. like let's celebrate.
1: Well you're all cold mm-hmm. and feel like crap. Like, are you are you gonna just stand there and shake around like a fool <laughs> silent? Or are you gonna like start cheering <laughs> like that, yeah. trying to
2: well- and, like, the end, <laughs> no. well, Please, enhance the mood a little, you little bit. <laughs> you know, enhance the mood a little bit. I mean, right. James, you said that the quote from tonight's episode that touched you the most was cheerfulness and adversity is, you know, a key trait. A key trait. And it's funny that he said that
4: at Bear's camp, but was just ragging on you moments before about how you were celebrating and this adverse journey that you all are just experiencing for the first time. To me, I was like, come on, Bear. You yeah. need to sleep a little bit more because you're all over the place, too, this episode.
2: Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I'm yeah, i going to try not to say a whole lot because I don't want
3: to get well, in trouble. I mean, and, you know, the bad attitudes that were mentioned, obviously, we'll jump to this at the end. But, I mean, if if you're going to be upset about that or if that's going to lead to something, you know, potentially getting you off the show, like having a moment as a whole group of having like team morale like is a really good thing. It's going to make you progress. So I don't understand how that was an issue no. at all.
1: I don't know, the bad attitude was, I mean, of course she was having a bad attitude, because, yeah, everyone's close or wet. everyone's in the same position as you, we don't need you stating the obvious, we don't need you pulling a cannon and stating the obvious, I'm just
3: kidding. <laughs> but everybody does deal with their emotions differently, yeah. you yeah. know, I mean, throughout the show, everybody's gonna have a moment where they break down, I mean, mm-hmm. she is sensitive, Alicia, Um, She does cry. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm sure maybe one of the guys was in the corner cussing or somebody was Mm -hmm. kicking a rock. I mean, everybody shows it in their own way.
2: Or moping or just not saying anything. I mean, sometimes guys go in a corner and they in their own little cave and they just don't talk to anybody. And that's, I can, I'm not going to say names, but there's definitely someone who did that a lot. Um, And I think, unfortunately, because you don't see that, you don't we don't get to know that someone else is having a bad attitude, not just a woman who may express her emotions differently. Right. And that's what too, I think you have to remember, like we're girls in this situation. (laughs) Like girls do react differently, especially at certain times of the month that, you know, who knows, you just don't know what people are going through. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think to judge, how someone is releasing their emotions is unfortunate. Me too.
1: I don't think that the decision was made on the emotion, on the on the attitude part, though. It was really probably made that for every episode this season so far, it was, you know you have to eat this stuff. True story.
2: Because I think part of what they didn't focus on is how... N- number one, Alicia is a very small human being to begin with. Like, she's very lean, very fit, but, but thin. And we all saw her for weeks not, get, you know, very much losing weight, um, and not really getting any replenished nourishment. And I think it was a little bit worrisome, but you just kind of saw her light just kind of going out kind of like Esmeralda, but yeah, maybe even seen. worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom and I know, I know talked about that in a few interviews and, you know, we didn't see that, but that was really our biggest concern with her. Um, not an attitude, I mean, with but- shoot i mean i'm sure i have just as much of an attitude sometimes as she does so does you know my mom so does probably every other girl except apparently louis who just sings all the time so which is true (laughs) and dances and and dances yes which apparently when she does it it's fine i don't know
1: whatever (laughs) Do you, do you think she would have made it as long as she did without the right. rice and beans? Do you think any of you guys would? No.
2: I honestly think that we would have all dropped like flies if we hadn't had the rice and beans every couple of days. Because, I mean, you can see it on my face, at least at, at the end of this challenge. Like, I'm pumped for those beans. Yeah. I, it really does give you more of just a full stomach. You feel better. You feel warmer. as It helps your attitude. And you
1: actually cannot pass out. So how many days have you been through this in this episode. What do you mean? Like how many days have (laughs) passed in the show? Like how long have you been Oh gosh, don't Uh, ask me math questions. No,
2: I actually don't. I'm trying to like add it in my head.
4: You probably lose track of time when you're out there anyway.
2: I'd say two weeks.
1: Wow. So you only get the... I mean, right? Because it's
2: like every... (laughs) It's it's every like three days or something is a...
1: (sighs) I don't know how
2: to I'm trying to do math in my head, it's not
1: working. I'm just wondering what you guys do when you're not doing what they film for these like challenges and things like that. Well
2: yeah, those, like, that's that's about three days worth. Like what you okay. see in one episode is like at least that.
1: Oh. I think if I'm doing math correctly. They put a lot and then take out a lot that we kinda wanted to yeah, see. Yeah, and I
2: I have to say this should have been a two hour show. Because there is so much meat to the story that I think the audience, unfortunately, is not being able to connect with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, I'm pro, pro the show uh, because I love it. I just think there's just so much more that I feel like could connect with the audience and, um, and that we could have given and shared, you know, as a, as a cast. And I don't know what the goal in putting this episode was um putting the, putting together this episode but i i think for me there was just a lot more it could have it could have been and I think it really is time I think it's because they're trying to get so much stuff into one hour that it's just it's almost impossible and like I feel the pain you know I, I think I feel the editor's pain too in trying to get everybody in there everybody's story everybody's experience and there's a lot of people doing a lot of things for a very long time and just taking two seconds from every person experiencing something eats up a lot of time sure
4: well that's what was weird about this episode is that there was just nothing it was just so bland, and I'm, like, a avid live tweeter. Like, I love to tweet about everything and hashtag just to, like, see what the conversation's like on social media. But I didn't find myself doing that as much tonight because I didn't really have much to say. And, like, look at us already. We went straight to talking about how Alicia was eliminated. Like, we didn't even talk about the journey. We didn't talk about any of the things oh, that— Oh, we will, but- I know we will, but it's just—it's funny how we went straight to that because that's—
1: that's, That's the only really thing that big happened.
4: big thing right? that really happened, besides Robin and Wilson getting sucked off yeah. into the lake. I
2: think it was just the only story that came full circle. I sure. think there was, like, a lot of stories opened up. Like, Robin and Wilson was opened up. Jeff was opened up. You know, there was a lot of things that just kind of went open, but they never came full circle, so there wasn't a full story. Um, and, uh, unfortunately, Alicia is the only full story <laughs> that we have to really go yeah. with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's... Uh why don't we start the episode and open up all these <laughs> stories and leave the after show without closing them?
2: <laughs> well, Candan and Donna drew fire for the third time. I <laughs> noticed
4: that, right? And you guys got stuck with Spencer and Alicia. I saw that, right? We that were actually, fire.
2: yeah, we were actually really happy about it. We love them. Um, my mom and Alicia really bonded and Spencer's just a character. I mean, they really are great people and we, we definitely bonded with them and we're totally happy to work with them.
1: So we get, we get a little bit more, they, they do like to bring up the storylines before they make a big deal about it with Jeff with his knee. We do get that right at the beginning of the episode mm-hmm. where it has him talking about how his knee's been giving him a little bit of trouble for these past few days before he even hurts it in this episode. And then it gives us to the little story about Alicia and Spencer, how they're really hungry and they haven't been getting much food and Alicia says, I'm ready to eat anything at this point. Well, obviously you're not. So then, uh, Will his, then we get Wilson and Robin. I, I think they're, it's going to be an overgoing theme where they're going to open up the episode and the people that we see are the people that are going to focus on that episode. Robin and Wilson say, we want to prove ourselves. <laughs> yeah, good job. But <laughs> I mean, they tried, though. They did try and afterwards they got out of the lake. They did try to step it up, but they just didn't really – they just keep, keep falling flat.
3: See, that's why, I mean, I do wonder, what's going on that they're not showing us? There has to be so much more, because every single episode, I've been, like, waiting for Robin and Wilson to go home. You know, and not that I I, I love them. I think they seem like the sweetest people, but that's just the way it's set up. Like, I'm just waiting for it to happen. So even if, like, you know, Alicia got emotional or, like, you know, so-and-so was dealing with this or that, you're expecting the whole time, they're like dead weight, and it's almost making you aggravated at Robin and Wilson. I don't know if it's just me, but like, no, to no. watch, you're like, oh, like, why aren't they going home? Like, as much as you, like, you want yeah. everybody to stay, it's like, they are the ones who are pulling everybody back. Something's going wrong. Like, they're going, you know, being pulled by the current. And, somehow they, like, skate by. That. That's The yeah, image
4: came back <laughs> in my mind. They were literally paddling in, in Not place. Moving. It was
3: like slow-mo. <laughs> well,
2: but that, I think that's the biggest frustration for everyone, at least at this point as cast, was that the, as the team, they were in the hot seat every single week. And it's, like, oh, really... It's Look, I feel
4: like they get lucky, though. <laughs> I think that's the best way to put it. You know, if... Esmer- Esmeralda how can I say happens. I can't say her name Esmeralda? still um, yeah, what? yeah yep. <laughs> um, she got sick so of course she had to go home last week and then the two girls in the beginning just didn't really pull their weight and like I feel like you know Wilson and Robin made a little bit more of a pull that episode trying to sh- prove themselves than you know Erica and Vanessa, but this episode they got lucky too because everyone ganged up on Alicia just because of her poor attitude. And to me, that was a little unfair because I think everyone again has a limit that they that they reach. And I think since no one really, I mean, people made it an attempt to reach out to Alicia and Spencer, but at the same time, they they weren't there was not a lot of compassion. I think that was the thing that lacked the most in this episode. Was there was just no compassion for Alicia and Spencer.
2: Agreed. And I, I, my only argument for Bear even making that decision. Is that I think he is very hell bent on ridding the group of emotion. Sure. Um, because I don't, I don't know why, but I think maybe that he sees as a, a seed to just the whole morale of the group going down. And so maybe if someone's not pulling their weight, but they have a good attitude, somehow it's better. You know, which you, I think you can make a case either way, and I honestly don't know which one is better or worse. I definitely think if one person has you know a bad attitude or is emotional, it can weigh down the rest of the team. Um, which is why I yelled at my mom for crying last week, <laughs> uh, and so you know, like you, you, you can see that 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 kind of can pull people down. I don't know if it was enough to have to make them go home, but
1: yeah. So I mean, definitely, uh, it just seems more like it's not who messed up, it's who messed up worse than everyone else. Because mm-hmm. nobody's perfect in the show, and mm-hmm. especially with, with um, was it Kyle who tried to give her a dry Royce shirt? Or and and was, me. It, what? Royce, Royce and me tried to give her a Royce, yeah. Royce, Royce tried Royce. to give her a dry thing. When honestly, it's like, get away from her, dude. Yeah. Like, I was watching that, and I was like, dude, why are you trying to do that? Like, you're, you're asking for her to like brush you off right if, if right. someone's freaking out and you and you want to give them a dry thing you grab them and like hey I'll give you a dry shirt calm down you don't say Hey, It's like trying to help <laughs>
4: someone who doesn't want to be helped. Clearly, yeah. she would have asked for help if it was that miserable, but clearly she just needed to have a moment to really right. mm-hmm. let those emotions out. You know, again, everyone mm-hmm. has a certain limit where they just need to just let that emotion out. Otherwise, they'll explode later yeah. on. But and don't bother them while they're doing it. Right. Because
2: yeah. that's just... And some people don't like to be touched when they're upset. Yeah. You know, I mean...
1: Especially by some guy who she doesn't know who's... <laughs> Throwing everyone under the bus at every tribal meeting. Yeah, man. right. <laughs> uh, so I got a tribal every 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 bear camp. It's just go away, dude. Go yeah. away. Yeah. And especially at this one where we see uh what was it it was Lucky, right? Who who is your who is the best person on It was Jim. Oh Jim. I keep
3: They're very similar looking. <laughs> it's okay, Steven.
1: I told you guys before this I'm very bad with the name so far. It's okay. Um. They ask him who's who you think is the best person on this. Team. I was shocked when he said it was Kyle.
3: Me too. Shocked.
4: I mean, I, I mean, Kyle has his moments where he makes great television, but I think for the overall group, I don't think I would have picked Kyle.
3: Maybe it was just his good energy. It does seem that even if he his, what he's saying isn't positive, he's always like got that energy, and maybe you know that's what he was referring to.
1: It just seemed like, hey, this guy's throwing everyone under the bus. Let me uh, let me say that I like this guy, so he doesn't throw me under the bus.
4: Yeah, maybe. I feel like if I was Jim, I would have said myself, because I think honestly, <laughs> the only people that deserve to win at this point—no offense—are okay. Jim and Austin,
1: definitely. Yeah,
4: I, I, I just. I think if you
2: asked every single cast member that, they would probably agree with you. Yeah,
4: I just there's <laughs> something about every episode. They just seem to have this momentum where they're in sync.
3: They've got it together. They never seem like they're really struggling. Mm -hmm. They always figure it out. But even if they are struggling, they don't show it. They don't show their weaknesses. um,
2: And they definitely keep to themselves a little bit more. And didn't get involved in the drama quite as much. Which is maybe why I was a little surprised by the Jim Kyle comment. (laughs) Um, But maybe that's because he wasn't involved. You know, I really don't think that they had that much interaction. Other than maybe on the journey and maybe Kyle is really encouraging on the journey or like speaking vocally or something in the group you know and that's where he's getting that Um, but yeah they definitely kept to themselves but in a good way not in a pouty way
1: (laughs) well even even bear said in this episode he's like he's looking for the people who will do whatever it takes to survive and I feel like Austin is that Austin is the guy who's on the show to do just that he'll eat anything he'll drink anything as we've seen I mean, he's he's always done it. He can't really build the best boat or slingshot. But. Right.
2: <laughs> but, like, even when that happened, like, could you imagine another team having that happen to their basher boat and, like, being just like, well, darn it. <laughs> you know? <Yeah>. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. like the, and, and I I feel like Austin does complain, but it's in a way that's not, you Fantastic. know. Yeah, he, like, makes fun of it, him, of being in that situation. Sure. Which is... You know, it makes the mood lighter, and that's why people respect him.
1: So, yeah, let's... We keep going back to... This, <laughs> we can't, we can't stay on the story. We're, like, pulling for enough. straws
4: here for right. story. That's oh,
1: my it. God. So, if, let's just go through... Let's go through the <laughs> teams producers. this episode. Thanks for doing Let's go through the teams and see okay. how everyone yeah. did. So, we had Madeline O'Rion and, and Robin and Wilson on obstacle. Yes. Obviously, Robin and Wilson did not do very well at all on Obstacle. Nor did to-
4: Ryan and Madeline. They didn't either, yeah. <laughs> they just fell apart. They were a team. They were a unit, all four of them. It's like...
3: I think I have a theory. Robin and Willie, or Wilson are kind of that team that you know isn't going to win the show. Yeah. Because they are, from what it looks like, dead weight or they're messing up or something on the episodes so far. So they haven't been eliminated because they're holding off, they know they can eliminate them. Bear can eliminate them at any time. They wait until something dramatic happens. So this episode, they had an excuse to to, you know, eliminate somebody else. So they're keeping them on until something isn't really dramatic anymore. And then they're finally like, okay, it's time. Thoughts? There yeah.
1: Which again is hypocritical of Bear though at the same time, because he's keeping on these dead weight people that at any time could cause something Like, being left behind could have dragged them. They could have gone back to save them, and which could have put them in a worse position. I mean, in the same way, they could also affect the group in a very negative way just by being dead weight. Sure.
3: Absolutely.
4: I just... I I mean, I... How could you not have it together to paddle to shore everyone else was going in that direction and they just were so stationary in that water current or not I just it did not make sense to me how they ended up not being in sync with everyone else
2: yeah I have to say the current thing doesn't I don't know how much sense that makes but um, it was definitely very difficult to move, sure. You, um, the bags got heavy very quickly because of the water, and trying to push them and pull them like it. You didn't. There was no real method to the madness, um, and it was very frantic to feel like you weren't making the progress you thought you should. Um, and I think that may be what it really was. Was they panicked? I think they just panicked because it's scary moment when you're freezing to the point where you really like it, you don't know if you're moving or not. Right. You can't really feel your limbs move. That I don't know what that's not cute (laughs) Um, the limbs limbs. but um and then you don't know like okay if i don't make it to shore quick enough how cold am i going to get and then you overanalyze it and then you're just not moving
3: (laughs) i do think it was sheer panic because at one point robin was like please help me like she seemed genuinely scared
1: have you guys ever been in a riptide before no but cold water yes (laughs) riptides are Fairly scary. I was, I was probably 12 when I was in one. And it, it isn't like one of those mental things. I mean, I'm older now, but at the same time, back then, I'm in that position. And you start kind of like, logic goes out the window. It goes like, why aren't I moving forward? Why aren't I moving forward? Things go out, and you just start thinking, especially when you're cold, your body doesn't move the way you want it to move. I mean, they're out of control. They're not the most fit people. I mean, they're in shape, but they're not the most fit people. So it's already very taxing on them. I could see how they could very easily lose logic. Their heart starts racing. They get out of breath because they're already cold. They can't breathe in very well. It's just a bad situation that freaking Ryan and Madeline should have been aware of.
4: Mm-hmm. I think everyone should kind of maybe grabbed onto each other. Yeah. It worked as like a floating... Mass.
2: <laughs> I think that was the problem is the the obstacle team didn't have any communication to begin with. People just started jumping That's in the water. I'm it
4: like it's just mass chaos. And jumping. I think, it,
2: I think, I don't know if it was just adrenaline or people just being like, okay, we got to get this done. Like nobody wants to get in the water. So let's just do it quickly. But it, it just kind of all happened way too quickly for anybody to get a handle on it.
3: I will say this. I think oftentimes in a lot of your obstacles, It's supposed to be a group, like, a a unit. Everyone's supposed to work together, and everyone's kind of out for themselves. Like, you know, walking up the mountain themselves. Or, you know, and I think Ryan did a really good job at that point after you guys got out of the water, you know, of saving his butt and, like, checking on everybody. But that typically hasn't been happening in any of the obstacles. I mean, do you guys think so? I feel like everybody's just, like, really looking out for themselves. And then when they get, when everything's finished... Then people reflect, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, well, this person wasn't doing this, and this didn't happen. But tonight, Ryan, at least, tried to save, you know, themselves. And
1: Yeah, I feel like they
4: redeemed themselves at the waterfall obstacles, yeah. because he offered to take, what was it, Jeff's? back and like help Jeff and make sure that Jeff was capable after hurting his knees. Like I feel Ryan and Madeline kind of stepped it up after realizing, oh shoot, we didn't help Robin and Wilson, here's our time to redeem ourselves.
2: Okay. Yeah, they were very much in communication during the waterfall situation. Um I think the miscommunication between Jeff and Ryan was really unfortunate. Um I don't I don't think Jeff faults Ryan hundred percent for that. I think it just you know, Ryan hadn't actually been in that water. He hadn't jumped himself, so he didn't really know what was down there. He's just kind of going by what it looks like, and whether that's for better or for worse. Um, I don't know that it's anybody's fault. It's unfortunate, and yes, it should you should be more careful next time and not to let that happen again. Um, but they were very communicative. Robin and Wilson and Ryan and Madeline were definitely trying and talking and. Making an effort to be a unit that was leading the, the troops,
1: you know. I thought they did a as good a job as Jim and Austin did in the first episode. I, I thought did they know. did. A, I thought they did a pretty well, pretty good job. I mean, I think Jeff's mistake was somewhat of his own fault. I mean, this is a modern fall where they're telling him slide down the side and hold on tight, and that is that's basically just sliding down and holding on tight. Not sliding down halfway and then jumping.
2: Well, they did say you can slide or jump. Uh, Oh, did they? Was it at your own risk? Kinda. It was kinda like, you can either do this or you can do this.
3: Regardless, accidents happen. Yeah, even, yeah. even if he would it was have been warned, and Ryan did, you know, jump in and test the waters first, yeah. things happen. Yeah,
2: it could, It was hard just to slide down that rope too, though, because the water's coming over you, and it's like it, you're hitting the rocks anyway. Like it's not pleasant either way. So I think some, in some way, jumping would have been easier if there was nothing down there. It just was a scary little little cavern. Like it the shape of the pool that you're jumping into was just not. Safe in any way. Hmm.
1: So then, talking about food, Kyle and Royce, Chris and Jeff. How do you think they did? I
4: I I loved first off when you ate your grab there was like well good girl <laughs>
3: <laughs> was it, it Candon Darling is that what he said uh, yeah something, something, something like that was like,
4: but that's like the only thing I remember about the food yeah <laughs> I'm not even kidding it was just that moment and then Alicia complaining and then you eating the fish sacks I feel like there was not much development with Kyle and Royce and Chris and Jeff scavenging for food I don't even remember it, it probably was five seconds well was- I
3: mean he had the machete already laid out for them mm-hmm. yeah so I mean that wasn't hard
1: it's like what do you get what's okay so you got Obstacle who has to do all this stuff lead everyone, get everyone from the boat to shore, then get everyone from this down three waterfalls back to the food place and then you have food. hey, there's logs with a machete in it. get the grit the grubs out and then walk over here. Yeah
2: well I, w- I will say it was far. The food place was far from camp. so at one point we actually all I picked up a we were trying to carry the logs because we didn't know how much time we had. so we were like, well, if we just hack into them now, it might take forever to find them. So we need to just take the logs back to like camp. I don't even know whose idea that was, but it was, <laughs> they should have gone. home. <laughs> we didn't last very long. It was like like five yards, and we're like, oh, no, not not a good idea. Let's do it. Now. Um, so then we like hacked into them, and it you know it took a long time to find them, and we wanted to make sure we found all of them that we could. Um, but how many were in there? I mean, there's a lot per log. I mean not, I don't know, maybe 10 per log.
1: Oh, so there was no abundance by any means, though. Uh,
2: No, I mean, there was maybe, like, 8 logs. Okay. uh, And maybe, like, 10 in each one. Maybe.
1: Was it hard to Get them out of the log?
2: I mean, there were dead logs, but yeah, it was tough. Um, some hmm. of them were more dead than the other ones. So some of them you had to really, really, like, hack into, and some just broke apart easily. Huh. But nasty little grub nasties.
0: <laughs> Did
2: it pop
4: when someone bit into one? Or is that just yeah, trying like, No,
2: because you can't eat the head, so you have to, like, hold... Well, Bear put the... He, like... What did he do? He like bit the head off, spit it out, and then ate the worm, which didn't make sense to me because then the guts go everywhere. So I held it by the actual head and bit it. You
3: chomped. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It wasn't just like you know you like put it in real fast. And you were like, I mean it was so dramatic when they showed you doing it. You were yep. chomping like you well, enjoyed. Thank it goodness on. they finally showed it. Now, did you like the right. grab
4: more than the fish sack? Or whatever that was. Yeah.
2: Tell me. Yes, absolutely. Bear at least said that the grub worms were supposed to taste like buttery chicken. They did not, by (laughs) any means, taste like buttery chicken but they weren't the nastiest thing i've ever tasted in my whole life. The earthworms are actually had a worse taste. The texture with the grubs were disgusting. But the egg sac was nasty. I don't do well with fish. <laughs> like i don't i don't do well with fishy things. That's why the fish eyeballs was so bad for me. Like i don't even love sushi. Like good sushi, i'm like meh about. So nasty gross egg sac uterus no. with egg in it ne- no. It was like a tough, chewy oyster, but worse.
3: <laughs> it Gross. by far was the grossest thing we've seen. It's yeah. pretty nasty. Oh yeah.
2: I will say some people got smart and they roasted it on the fire, hmm. but I don't know how much better. I mean, maybe it tasted better, but the texture was still nasty. You know, it's like a more charred it's like a version. Chip
1: a fish yeah. a fish sack chip fish sack chip those words should never go together
2: well <laughs> no. i didn't i tried not to chew it because but it was so big like i couldn't it was really I, long
3: it's like what 6 inches it long? Was just like it was cord long. that was just kind of hanging there yeah what was
2: that? like the umbilical cord Oof, or something no, i don't know you. if fish have an umbilical cord but something like that it was Sounds pretty thick and you could bite through that i mean yeah you could like try <laughs> to through it but it was really tough Mm -mm. it's like rubber did anyone try cutting them up though no because it would have just like spewed everywhere
3: well I'm really impressed I'm (laughs) glad they finally showed you eating something the two grossest things ever me too no it was
2: definitely and I ate a lot like I think I ate two of the fish sacks and like I think I ate like a ton of those grubs for dinner and like the next day too but they were, like, barely alive the next day. Like, some of them were dead the next day, which was like, do we even eat the dead ones? Like, we weren't sure if that was, like, going to make if us sick. If you're eating
3: worms at, like, who cares? I would just eat, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, if they're dead alive. How they did they got your mom t- do with them? She did all right. She, I don't think
2: she could swallow as many as I tried to, but she definitely did what she needed to do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> did anyone throw up? trying to eat, uh,
2: eat no it? I'm actually very impressed with everyone nobody actually threw up um, Spencer got the closest to throwing up with the Spaniard root uh, the oh. last episode it was because that was nasty like I think he had like an allergic reaction to it or something or like oh, it got right. uh, I caught that. in his throat um, and they didn't you know show
3: that but that was probably the worst it, so it amazes me that a plant mm-hmm. could be worse than like Squishy, gross eggs. It was sack. just so
2: potent. I mean, my mom couldn't eat it. She was like... That made her pretty sick the rest wow. of the night. So... Yay, grub worms! Mm-hmm.
1: So moving on, we have Shelter with uh, Lucky, Louie, and Jim and Austin. Again, skimmed over it.
4: Yeah, I don't remember it. No, I it, remember it's they the showed it the next morning for... where they're laying in their hammocks. And I was like, okay. Shelter was <laughs>
1: a little
2: dramatic, which I'm surprised wasn't an issue. Hmm. Like it Because... Some people wanted theirs done a certain way, which seems to be a trend every time that somebody doesn't want the shelter built the same way that that they want to build it for everyone, um, and that was a big issue this this episode. Um, and they didn't really show that.
1: How? Anywhere. Nope. How? Uh, how? Was it sleeping in those? Or they were like amazing. Uh, Ugh,
2: it was the best. It was the best shelter compared ever. to
1: last episode. I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah. If wait till next week. Uh. Um, <laughs> this, uh, this, the hammocks were amazing. Like I think that's the best night's sleep I got, and I was on the top, and so like looking up, we're in this forest, okay, and the trees are like sky high, but you can still see the stars, <sighs> and it was so beautiful. Like it was the first moment. At, throughout the whole experience that i actually got to like sit there and say wow like what am i doing you know and be in new zealand like under the stars in a hammock like and like jeff and i walked out to the water i was just which gonna did, ask
3: was there any romance in there
2: <laughs> well i don't know um <laughs> we just we we got to um be happy to be in new zealand and embrace there, being I think by Space the is- water. Yeah, it's a little bit uh- <laughs> There's a little blush. Natural blush. We got to just watch the stars and hear the water you know... Roll up on the beach. Sounds and romantic. Walk yes, on the rocks and Just filter gym, some water yeah. in our canteens.
1: <laughs> Let's go collect water. <laughs> oh
3: my Lo- God. That was like a long walk on the beach, survival version. <laughs> Bear Girls
2: oh version God. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that was, this was the first journey I definitely got to drink in the whole experience and get a good night's sleep. That's good. That's really did, good. Anyone,
1: did anyone fall? Like, how stable were these hammocks?
2: No one fell, actually. There was a couple times where I moved and I could feel my mom's, like, nose. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And I think a couple people had the same issue, just, like, with the top being a little heavier. Mm. Um, And so, like, it sank down a lot more than you thought it would. And I think one person actually, their hammock touched the ground just a little little bit. (laughs) But I think they were the best shelters so far. And everybody did have a hand in it, um, for the most part, in helping build their own and, like
1: making sure it was what they wanted so hm so then we we went to fire you again for the third time episode 3 canon and donna on fire
2: yes does this
1: ever end Are you- <laughs> are you, you going to be on fire all ten weeks, like every episode?
2: You'll find out next week.
1: But uh, So then we also have Spencer and Alicia, and you said yeah. they bond a little bit over that. How well, how much easier was it to set the fire this time, though?
2: It was easier to start the fire in, for the most part, but the wood was a little bit damp,
1: mm. so that
2: stunk. Like, finding dry wood was very difficult, because we're by the beach, so you can get driftwood, but it doesn't burn as quickly, even, even though it's dry, it's very dense. Uh, and then the little shrubs and brush that you could get in the forest was damp so it it was tough we definitely had to like scavenge for dry firewood and a lot of it because it burned quickly um, I bet
3: but- everybody was so happy you guys pulled it again they're like oh good they know what they're doing
2: <laughs> well yeah except for last week was tough with the stupid yeah. um, block. Yeah, crap. That Jeff had to light little Superman. Thanks, Jeff. Um, thanks, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> no, it was um, the fire was huge though for us because everybody's stuff was pretty wet, like especially our socks and because they what they didn't show is we got back in the water a second time. We had to swim around another bend uh, at one point to get to our camp, so we're really freshly wet. <laughs> we went from water to waterfalls to water again so it was like you would think you were going to get dry and then no (laughs) and so everybody was trying to like put their socks over the fire our shoes I think somebody actually accidentally caught their shoe on fire for a second Um, but because then the next morning we're in this damp forest too nothing's going to dry so we all woke up even the next day, and our socks were damp, and our shirts were damp, and our shoes were damp. And just like everything was, all you're just always wet. <laughs> so, like, you just have to get used to it. Story yeah. of my life. That's yeah, what you're thinking <laughs> I feel like that's it. Yep, You just got to get used
1: to it. And speaking, it's not of, that it's pleasant. Speaking of large amounts of water, this the challenge this week was to build your own Basha boat. And get offshore to go past Bear Girls' boat, Bear's boat, Bear's boat, <laughs> Bear's boat. That's a reality show in itself. <laughs> get out alive on Bear's boat. Um,
3: <laughs> you just have every excuse to do his uh, voice I, I,
1: every I'm, time. I'm terrible, aren't I? So it was to take these leaves, put them around this these like spiky formations, so they can make them. Curl around himself. He said, "Like a donut, <laughs> basically, and then take it and put it in the big garbage tarp kind of thing, mm-hmm. garbage bag tarp thing, and then wrap it up, put the foundation in, and try to swim Stay out with afloat. paddles." Yeah.
3: And in the words of Madonna, it looked a lot like Titanic.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah, that was good, and they had obviously the montage of like underwater view of all (laughs) the rafts just kind of like slowly
2: it was an intense competition I think it was the first one that we were like there was a lot of commotion because everybody's yelling and like you're running back and forth and back and forth and you're exerting a lot of energy and it's very technical Hmm. Uh, and so even though you could kind of do your own thing you really had to kind of follow the rules Um, and it was was difficult because you don't know none of us have ever done that before And you definitely don't want to get back in the water if you don't have to. Like, you really want that boat to float, believe me. (laughs) Uh, But I thought, you know, as far from my perspective, my mom and I did a good job. Our boat did actually float. We had a good little five minutes in the water where we were spinning around after they won the challenge. (laughs) And we're like, yay, at least it floats. (laughs) Because, you know, it was like some feeling of success to know that if we were faster, it would have worked. But um, it it was a fun challenge to succeed in. Not necessarily fun to not win. Yeah. <laughs> but to feel like you accomplished at least making it. You
3: know, I feel like that this episode is another I've been thinking the entire time Bear really is pulling for you and your mom. Like he really loves you. There I mean, depending on the show or the host, someone who made their, you know, lifeboat but didn't put it in the water could have been up for elimination. You know, because you guys didn't even get to race. You didn't even get to do it. But that's not even an issue. That's never even been mentioned. It wasn't mentioned tonight. And I think that that's not the first time. I think Bear genuinely like is pulling for you. Yeah,
4: yeah and I feel like but I feel like going off what you just said, I feel like with the survival tests it doesn't, to me, prove you get out alive or not. I feel like that's that's a game element to prove that you you're safe for that round. That's why he always judges it on the journey and what your tasks were to Mm -hmm. accomplish.
2: It's a test for a reward. It's not a test to see who goes home necessarily based on your performance. I mean, he said from the beginning, it's not a race. And so Mm -hmm. these challenges are races but they don't have a bearing on who goes home, really. They just have a bearing on who doesn't go home and who gets to eat. Like you said, it was
4: just being successful at it. Because, you know, if you're in the survival situation, you probably might have to do that at some point. But you're like, I
2: can do it. Yeah,
4: That's awesome. And I think he he
2: does pay attention to that. I think he, you know, at the end of every competition, he does, you know, he does watch and see who's doing what and who looks like they're At least building what they're supposed to be building or getting to a certain point where they could succeed, but maybe they just aren't quick enough. And he's he's not judging us on our speed um, in that way, because if you can get out alive with what you've made, then that's all he really cares about. Um, You just don't get steak.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You don't don't get this juicy Walmart steak. It melts in my mouth.
3: That's- I still think he's pulling for you, though. Just like the little Thank moment, you, I can you know, see that, like Candon, good girl, you yeah. know, like when he was, he was like looking at you, like. Oh, wait, well, no. we're the only girl. We're the only two girls left. The only two
2: girl, you know, all team of girl. <laughs> uh, and I think it does give us a little bit of a disadvantage to not have a guy with us, but we have to pull our weight and be strong with without that. And uh, hopefully we're doing a good job. I think he has a soft spot
1: for us, and I Absolutely. appreciate. And I
2: appreciate that. Yeah.
1: So sadly, you guys don't win.
2: No, sadly we don't win, but I, you know, I, I love Spencer and Alicia, but I honestly didn't think that at that time that they were up to go home. Yeah. I really thought that, that, that Jeff's knee and they didn't really make as big of a deal of it as it was. Um, I was really worried about him. and I think he and he was freaking out. Um, freaking out that that his injury would cause Bear's red flag to go off again and be like, oh, they did something stupid again, even though that may or may not be really what happened. He didn't want him getting hurt to necessarily send them home because maybe he would slow people down or did did something stupid again. Uh, And so... I was worried that they were going to go home. So when they won, I was ecstatic. My mom was ecstatic. Because- oh, we
3: heard you yelling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because he was so upset and so worried that they were on the chopping block. And... I didn't want them to go home, you know? And I didn't think that at that point Spencer and Alicia were even in danger. Yeah. So. um,
4: I was a little bummed, too, because, like, the first two episodes, we kept saying, oh, they're so cute. Like, Spencer's so good to Alicia. And even this episode, I think they were so supportive. Like, he was so supportive of her being upset and being emotional again. And I think they kind of...
3: He defended her right away.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just sad that it just... The first episodes, they're like, you know, I don't know. They just had a bat, a worse edit this episode just because of circumstance.
1: I also think, like, the competitions that are like this where you have to really work together with your partner to accomplish something while you're under stress... It really goes to show, like, what your relationship is outside of the show. Of course. To what'll help. Like, Ken and your mom. Like, that's your mom. Like, of course you can work with your mom. But at the same time, you're going to have that stress. Because it's your mom and there's kind of that gap. You're not hanging out all the time. Mm-hmm. You get uh um Spencer and Alicia. They're a couple. So he can't really, like communicate as well because if they do she could take it the wrong way. They could get them in a fight and then if they're in a fight they're just drifting on this thing yeah. in the middle of the water yelling at each other. It's
2: definitely a different dynamic. A relationship dynamic mm-hmm. is different. The the relationship between a mom and a daughter, a father and a son versus a romantic relationship is different. You have mm-hmm. to approach communication differently and maybe that's why I can get away, my mom and I can get away with being frustrated with each other because pff, it doesn't matter. Like We love each other no We're matter family. what. Mm-hmm. You don't always have to like Like each other or what they're saying or, you know, sometimes maybe you don't communicate as well as you could have, but you just get past it. But a romantic relationship is a little more complicated (laughs) because there is the option to walk out. Um, But I think it made them stronger. I mean, they're they're waiting on the line to call in in a couple minutes. Um, Let's do it. And well, they have a lot of exciting news to share with us.
1: But what I was also going to say is that Chris and Jeff are, like, best friends. Yeah. So, like, I could see these guys playing beer pong together, depending on each other. Like, you're in the clutch, man. you got to make this cup. Like, I can see them as that. So, working together, there's just so much... Like, they can they can give it as well as they can take it, and they're not going to get offended by each other. Right. So working on something like this, they're not going to get pissed off at each other. They're just going to like, all right, do it again.
2: Well, and they just did it. Like, they just, they got in that water, and Jeff was yelling, dig, 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 and Chris was just doing what he said. You know, they were just in it together, uh, and that was cool. Like, no emotion. It was just like, go. Like, move your arms and paddle. <laughs> and they just,
1: they did. And they got steaks. And, and they got, got They raised the steaks.
3: How cute was their, like, washing scene when they were like, Oh, oh gosh. Good. And they were just, like, enjoying hey, that you,
1: moment you so You want to do much. that high five, Cannon? Huh? You want to do the high five? That
3: was... <laughs>
1: okay, almost. <laughs>
3: really, guys? I, I think theirs was almost. more, like...
1: Yeah, it was.
3: It was a little. It was a little girlier. I have Even to it say. Chris <laughs> <and> Jeff, <laughs> that's their thing.
1: I think it was a little girlier, actually.
3: This was very girly. A little more limp, but they're they're manly <laughs> enough to pull it off. It's okay. It's,
1: it's all right. So of course, Spencer and Alicia go home mm-hmm. tonight.
4: I just felt bad because this episode, they, it, everyone just seems to be not everyone a certain group seems to be a little bit more ruthless. It's like the top dog just trying to take out all the weak people because they know that they make them look worse in Bears eyes that just helps them in their longevity in the game so I felt bad when everyone was getting up on Alicia especially Louie and Royce I'm surprised Louie she seems so sweet and kind of endearing and then when she kind of threw Alicia under the bus I was like dang
1: well it looks like we have speaking of Alicia (laughs) Speaking (laughs) speaking of Alicia guess who we have on the line right now hello
2: hi Hello. Hi. Hi, Hi guys. Is Spence there? Yeah.
1: I am. Hello.
2: What's up? Thank you guys for calling in. No problem.
1: Spence, are you still rocking that awesome beard? I hope so.
6: (laughs) You know what? I've
5: got a little bit of a beard, but it's uh, uh. Uh, the missus made me trim it down.
6: Uh, <laughs> yeah,
5: but she was over it. She the, was over it. The deal
6: it. was, if we go home, can you just get rid of that beard?
5: <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty epic, though, right?
2: It I was. That thing. We called him Moses Mo- on the show. The Moses beard. <laughs> the Moses beard. <laughs> he looks like a different person without it. Still super handsome. Just totally different. different person. Just different. <laughs>
5: so what's the What's the consensus tonight, guys? Do we Did we deserve to go home or what? Well, no, I'm Ashley just and I
3: are bummed because really we love bummed. you guys. We do. Well, I, I tweeted you guys last week. I yes. love you that
2: much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think everybody. Um, was a little surprised what did you guys think about how the whole episode just as a whole not even just your story but everybody's story in general how it played out tonight was it do you think it was confusing
5: I think you know just being out there and as you know it's it's Pretty mind blowing how they edit that much footage into 48 minutes after a commercial break. And I think for for shows like that, it's tough to to create um, real backstories and and get people really invested in it because you know there's so many things that don't make the show as far as you know cool things between us. Just a sec, my oven's going off.
6: Uh, I'll, I'll take off where he just left off. Um, or pick up where he left off. I think. I think. Cannon, is that you asking?
2: Sorry, oh, yes. Yeah. I'm, yeah, it's me.
6: Oh, I I think, um, as you know, that a lot of that stuff, like Sven says, gets cut out. So it's just frustrating to watch it mm-hmm. and, and you know, the parts they show crying and, and the conversations that are left out, that it, it doesn't really make sense. And for us, it was just, um, well, for me, I don't know about Sven, um, I think it was just more frustrating because a lot of, a lot of the good stuff was left out, and, yeah. and they didn't show a lot of the shelter. The conversations between Louie and I, and you know, the reason that she said that we had a bad vibe was because if we did, I didn't like her, and I wasn't <laughs> going to hide that. But I didn't feel like I was, and I, but I didn't feel like I was bringing everybody down. You know, she kind of spoke for the whole group, yeah. which was annoying. Um, you know, I had my moments for sure. I was, I was one of. the, well the most emotional one on the show I had come from a situation with my mom that I was dealing with I had a lot of things going on in my head other than the lack of food and sleep so I don't know you know you watch these things and it's like oh no that's unfair the way they're portraying me but all in all it was it was better yeah, than I we, we,
5: uh, we were you know being that that full on deprived on every level out there is mm-hmm. is a real eye opener as far as being thankful for what you have back home and and you know, at the end of the day we were we were both probably pretty ready to go home at that point in time leash leash's body had full on gone into ketosis, which I don't know we if love you love know, that word <laughs> you know anything about that but but you know your body basically starts to cannibalize itself and it makes you go cuckoo yes. and this girl couldn't even stand up without seeing stars. And so I was, I was genuinely concerned for her well-being and, and, you know, I think that we just sort of saw the writing on the wall a little bit and we were ready to come home and make a baby. We did.
2: Yay! Congratulations! Congratulations! So, congratulations. so what's the big what's news? We have a, uh, we have a baby Spencer on the way, right?
6: Yes, yeah, we just found out I'm having a little boy. Oh,
0: congratulations! <laughs> So everybody,
6: yeah. You know what's funny is we were laying in our tent, I think on the last day, and we were like, "Let's just get the hell out of here and go start a family." And- oh my gosh, <laughs> you just—we
2: already loved you. Now it's just like, oh, yes. right, right, I, can't take it. now, I remember that conversation, and it was like so cute. And what, everybody's question though, because you already know it's a boy. Now, when did this happen? Did this happen in New Zealand? No way! Are you kidding? <laughs> You mean you guys sure didn't want that, to snuggle neither
6: one of
5: us would have put together with a 10-foot pole. Ah. After, after not showering or brushing our teeth for 14 days, I was lucky to get a peck.
2: You mean you, you didn't smell like roses? But, but you know, we
5: we've, we've figured out that within two or three weeks of being back, we, uh, we had...
6: Um, a lot of makeup we, we, stuff yeah. going on. We, 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 we <laughs>
5: It conceived our baby boy and we couldn't be happier
2: Oh, you guys are so cute I'm so excited for you I think everybody's pumped for you guys I know Mama Donna is I know <laughs> no. so it's,
6: it's, it's cool
5: you know to watch the show and it's it, you watch the Twitter feeds and you can get sort of caught up in that but yeah. I think that both of us were very good at who we are in real life and and you know we made some great friendships yourself and your mom included and and we've kept in touch with Kyle since we've been back. he actually cuts hair at the same uh the same place that my uh my buddy cuts hair. So I go into his salon, get my hair cut, and we get to wrap out and catch up. So, awesome. um, you know, with those, with those friendships that we know will, will probably last a lifetime. And, and with some experiences that, you know, a lot of people are envious of. So, <laughs> you know, we didn't make it as far as we would have liked, obviously, but, um, you know, we, we walked out with our heads held high after a few tears and... Yeah. And you know. grabbed
6: a hot meal. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so, we were on our way. I, I seriously scarfed on that first meal in a matter of 10 seconds. What, what did was, you what eat? What was your first meal? And I don't even remember what they handed us. <laughs> I have no idea what they ate. So, it went down I, so too fast that.
3: to remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I got a, I got a question for, for uh, you, Spencer and Alicia. Um, That moment when you were voted off and against Robin and Wilson, who's been bringing everyone down for this whole season thus far, I mean, how does it feel? Because, honestly, we have Bear, who's stressing the importance of all these jobs that you have. You have the obstacle job, the food job, the shelter job, and the fire job. And you guys uh-huh. did a good job with what you had. You were fire this week. You took care of that. That's the- true.
2: We did a yeah. great job. Good Good work, team.
1: The only, <laughs> the only really thing that would put you against them in the, in the bottom would be the fact of people complaining about your attitude, which I think was right. kind of exaggerated probably to a bit for the editing and the right. fact that you, Alicia didn't eat.
6: Right. Um, so I, it's funny cause we were actually pretty confident we weren't going home. When they interviewed us in the beginning, before we went to bear's camp, they asked, you know, who do you think is, is in danger of elimination tonight? And we were like, not us. And we actually left some of our stuff behind cause we were confident we were coming back. Um, when we were told that it was our time to go, I think it was a bittersweet feeling, of course. You know, I, I knew on one hand I was going to get to go home and sleep in the bed and eat, but I was absolutely shocked. Him and I were, you know, we talked about it a little bit that night. We're like, how did Robin O'Brien not go home? It, 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 it's still shocking a little bit. It's still like, you know, they almost drowned. They, they would keep people, um, I do you know, it's, it's, it's tough now. Time's gone by and, you know, we've like, I don't know. Say, what do you think in that
5: moment? I just think that if you're going on the the whole mantra that Vera keeps saying, the cheerfulness to adversity, yeah. then that's that's the only way that you could justify us going home tonight. You know the the, the fact that those guys were always pulling up the rear. Um, uh, they haven't been on a journey where hell or somebody else hasn't. Fully carry their backpack, which is bringing everybody is slowing everybody down, and and I it's you know.
6: It's well, it's un, it's unfortunate, guys, because they didn't show. You know, Spencer was carrying their bags. Spencer was doing a lot, and of course, they need to edit it and make this the story make sense, right? I go home for a Bad Attitude. They're not going to show yeah. Spencer like stepping up to the game. I agree. I lacked on that part, but um, you know, there was a lot. There was a lot more that we were doing, and I think I think overall, though. Um, you know, they needed they needed to send a team home, and maybe it would have been too predictable to
3: send Robin and Wilson home. You know, uh, I wasn't there, obviously, but it's it, it doesn't even make sense to me because it didn't seem like you had a bad attitude. I felt like there were a few moments well, where you got upset yeah. about something, and you were like, you you stepped aside and you were by yourself. I never one time saw it affecting anybody else.
4: Yeah. You yeah, were kind that, of just dealing that, with that, your emotions.
5: That, go ahead.
4: Sorry. I was just saying you were just dealing with your emotions. It wasn't like you were lashing out at anybody.
5: True. Yeah, and the the that's basically what was going on the whole time. Like she was, if you if you watch the episodes closely, Leash is always at the at the front of the pack, leading the way. And you know she wasn't very vocal, but but on the flip side of that, there was never any lashing out. There was never any bad attitude. There was never any vocal like bringing people down. And I just thought that was funny. That's why you sort of saw me pipe up, and, he, and mm-hmm. they cut out about. Three fourths of my rant, they 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 saw me stick up for for a split second. and I basically told everybody to shut the hell up, and and I was going to say my piece, and that that was sort of left out for better or worse. But yeah, you know, she she was quiet, and she was I think she was just probably reserving her energy for the for the journey, rather than you know going around and and um, tying bows in their hair and and fake smiling at people.
1: <laughs> so. One more question that I have um, I, oh, was that okay. Um, so if you did stay, my question would be: Do you think you could have gotten further? Because my because it's it's okay. tough to believe that when you refuse to eat and as Spencer said, you're going. You had ketosis. You were you were right. you were skin and bones. Like you were you were going. You were going pretty hard. So like, yeah. Well. What would you have done? Would you have eat, would you have just bit the bullet and eaten even if the next week was eat um, Spaniard root for like four days straight? Like, would you have been able to do it and power through, or did you deserve to go home because you wouldn't have you wouldn't have been able to eat and get healthy again on what you needed to eat?
6: Right. You know that's that's an inter- interesting question. I kind of asked myself that. I don't know. I don't know. Had we won a survival challenge? Had we won the the, the last one? I. That's all I needed, guys. I just needed some food. I was a completely different person, and I think everyone can vouch for me when I say that. When we were at base camp and I was done eating the rice and beans, I was like, good to go. Let's do this. But when you've gone an entire day with nothing and you're burning, I don't know, thousands of calories on those hikes, I mean, it just affected me differently than it did everybody else. You know, So I would like to say that, yes. I would have been able to carry on and I probably, maybe I would have had like a moment of clarity and been like, I'm just going to eat everything. I'll eat a thousand bugs. I'll
0: eat ten But
6: I mean, in the, in the moment and prior to going on the show, that was my mentality. I'm like, Oh, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll eat a scorpion. No, oh when you're out there and it's, it's actually your reality. It's so, it's very different. So I, you know, I don't know. I, I definitely hear the thing. I would have never quit. I would have never said, I'm not doing this anymore. So I would have gone until my body either gave out on me and I fell to the ground or it was just my time to go. So,
1: Can I ask why you didn't have an oar in your basha boat? <laughs> like why you were using Because that would tire out um, your hands. <laughs>
6: You guys, I tied it wrong. I'm like, I got this, babe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna master these knots, right? I completely forgot in a matter of three seconds how to tie the knot that I promised I would remember. We got in the boat and it broke. broke. And they don't show the, they don't show the whole conversation between Spencer and I, but we had a full on like. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what are you thinking? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was a it was actually quite funny. We laughed about it. We laugh about it to this day. I, I mean I love
5: that I love that question though. It's like uh like you you're thinking? watching you're
2: like it was um, like an extra <laughs> hand, but that was <laughs> it.
5: You, you
1: could have won.
6: Two seconds.
1: You could have won if you had two oars, I think.
6: I'm telling you, I tasted that steak and french fries from the boat. I was like, it's food. Did you hear me? I'm like, food, food. Yep. That was my only motivation. And you'll almost do anything to get to it. But I just didn't have the strength to paddle with that The end of the... Yeah.
2: I think we could all see that. It was just like a struggle for yeah. you guys, but... Yeah.
5: Hey, Candon, where were you? And I didn't see you guys in the water there. (laughs) (laughs) We were
2: just making a really good boat, okay? (laughs) Just want
5: to make sure that taking place My one of my favorite parts of this last episode is when Ro, uh, Robin and Wilson put their boat in, and they just, just sinks right when they <laughs> put it in. She's still sitting in the boat. I have
2: to. I have to vouch that me and Mama Donna, our boat definitely floated. We had a good. After Jeff and Chris won, and you guys didn't, we had a good. We, we had a good hey. five. We. We had a good five minutes where we put our boat in and we were just like hanging out like, yep, it floats, it floats. And we felt really good about it because at least we knew that it would have floated. We just weren't quick enough. So we would get out alive, just not first.
5: You guys, you guys get an A for effort. That's Thanks. For
2: sure. You guys get an A plus for effort. You try. <laughs>
5: That's so funny. Like, hey, um, uh, thanks for having us on, guys. And, You're welcome. Give, give, give your mom a big hug and kiss from me. Tell her we love her. We uh, we're keeping tabs on Facebook and stuff. but oh, uh, yeah. Definitely miss miss that lady. She's a. Guess best. What? We're
6: about
2: to go eat right now. <laughs> yeah.
4: Oh man.
6: Congratulations well, on
2: your baby. Yeah.
4: Congratulations. Do you have a name yet? Bye. Bye. Bye.
5: Hey, Bye. Are,
2: are you gonna name the baby Moses?
5: <laughs> <laughs> i think we might name him spencer jr actually <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: cute.
2: well we love you guys go eat feed that baby all right thanks guys Have a good night. You Bye. Bye. Bye.
4: great people they're, so
2: they're amazing they're really sweet people so cute i, I
3: want to p- see their baby yeah <laughs> That made my night. Yeah. I just love them so much.
4: I know you, and I've been, like, Googling, like, over them all the time. Just, oh, yeah. like, so excited about some so, and Alicia.
5: So,
1: are we done picking grubworm storylines out of this one yeah, of an episode? Done, done, done. Let's just do predictions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously.
0: And now, your <laughs> After TV
1: predictions. All right. Why don't you go first? Me? Ashley. Oh.
3: Okay, well, I'm... A- it sounds bad to hope, but it's time for Robin and Wilson to go home. I feel as though um, everybody left is makes not that they don't make an effort, but they they make a good effort to continue to move forward and be progressive. And it just seems to me that Robin and Wilson are kind of dead weight at this point. So I'm going to predict that it, that it's them.
4: Yeah, um, I would like to say Robin Wilson, but based on promos that NBC leaked before the show even started, it was very clear that Robin was hanging from a tightrope, and I don't believe that was in the promos for next week. So I don't think it's going to be Robin Wilson, because we know that they'll at least make it to that point in the show. Um, I'm going to go out on a whim and say Ryan and Madeline. They were played up quite a bit this episode, so I feel like they're just kind of... uh escalating towards their elimination, possibly, because they're just not with the momentum of their tasks. So, I don't know. I just feel like everyone else has a lot more life in them.
1: Oh, yeah. You can't do predictions. (laughs) Um, I don't think it's going to be Robin and Wilson. Um, I have an idea why, but I don't know if I want to say it. Uh, let's see. Um, God, who should... Maybe I should be the first person to say that maybe Cannon and Donna go home next week. I don't think so. I mean, I
3: don't
1: know. I'm getting like the evil eye of the... Look at her
3: face. This is so hard.
1: You never (laughs) know. I don't know. I I honestly don't know. I think I predict that it's going to be a better episode than this You don't think we win? I think he'd go (laughs) far.
2: (laughs) Whoa. thought we were friends. Mama Donna's going to spank you, by the way. Uh Uh-oh, that's
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Where can we find uh, you, James?
2: You can find
4: me on Twitter at James Wallington. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. James Wally. And I need to plug Capture one more time because they changed the premiere date to Tuesday, July 30th, right after Whose Line Is It Anyway, on the CW Capture. Make sure to tune in. I will be competing alongside my wonderful sister, Rebecca.
3: And I am Ashley Michelle. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The AM Broadcast. And you
2: guys can follow me at Candon Bliss on Twitter and Instagram as well. And I'll go ahead and plug Mama Donna OMG on Twitter and Instagram as well.
1: And you can find me here at After Buzz hosting Dexter Graceland, Twisted, and Get It Alive with Bear Grylls, and on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux. Thank you for joining us. Um, we won't Thank be here you, next Alicia week. And I know. Right?
2: Apparently this is going to be down. girl power next week because these Sorry, two guys. are out. I'm
4: going home for my premiere,
2: okay?
1: <laughs> so we'll see you in two weeks. Canon and Ashley, we'll see you in one.
0: And thank you and good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.